Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. How does Islam play into the end times? Well, I have a brand new series that I want you to listen to a portion of, Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. You're listening right now to Let's Take a Look at the Book. This is an opportunity for you to study prophecy with me. We're only going to study a short portion of this entire series on Ishmael's Islamic invasion. But if you'll take a moment and listen, then I will tell you how you can get your own copy of Ishmael's Islamic invasion. Take a moment with me now. Let's listen. I'll be right back. Let's see who. Chapter 25 of the book of Genesis. Let's see if we can get more information, biblical information as to what is talked about. Chapter 25 in the book of Genesis is one of the most important chapters that I know of in the Word of God. It is key. In chapter 25, all the descendants of Abraham are mentioned. And so if you really want to know who Abraham fathered and how they play a part in the world and in end times, study chapter 25. We'll not spend any time there except for looking at Ishmael. Verse 12, chapter 25, Genesis. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaiden, bare unto Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations. And then he goes and lists the 12 sons that Jesus Christ had promised Hagar he would have. Look at verse 16. These are the sons of Ishmael. And these are their names by their towns and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. Uh-oh. I've run into trouble. i got a problem. Maybe. Stand by. <laughs> Let's see where they went to live. This is going to give us a little input on what this is talking about. Verse 18. And they dwelt from Havilah, unto Shur, that is before Egypt, as thou goest toward Assyria, and he died in the presence of his brethren. You know what that biblical geography description is telling us? They went to a place called at that time Arabia, on what we know as the Persian Gulf. They went to Arabia to live. That's a biblical geographical description of Arabia. You can look it up. You can study it. You don't have to take my word. Go to the commentaries. Arabia is where they went to live. That is describing Arabia. And that's exactly where Ishmael went to live. And there he fathers 12 princes or 12 sons. And it says in my King James Bible, glory to God, hallelujah, I got a King James. And it says in my King James Schofield Bible, whoo, the 12 princes lived in 12 castles and develop their nations. Boy, that threw me, because I said that there was only one nation that Ishmael had fathered, and now it says nations. How am I going to deal with that? Then I looked at that, and they dwelled in castles? Now, wait a minute. In Arabia? They didn't have castles in Arabia. That was a desert country. Gave me my first clue. Hold it. The interpreters of the holy King James Bible may have used some of their culture in their interpretation in 1611. Best I know, in the times of Ishmael, there were no castles in Arabia. 
That's about 4,000 years ago. And I went to history and I didn't find any castles. And then I said, well, maybe I had better go to the Hebrew. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the words, but let me tell you this. The verse should better be stated this way. And Ishmael had 12 sons who were, instead of princes, chiefs. Chiefs of what? The word nation is not the word goyim or goy as the regular Hebrew word for nation. It's the word umum, which means tribes. Ishmael has 12 sons who are chiefs of tribes, and the word for castle should better be translated tent. And so Ishmael has 12 sons living in tents in the desert, and they're chiefs of tribes. All right. Now that fits. Because Arabia is the land of the Bedouin. The la- in fact, the nomad or the Bedouin is what the country or the geographical location gives them as a name, Arab. You see, the word Arab comes from Arabia. Arab means, listen, in its original use. I said last night, we need to have a definition of words and use the proper word in the proper location with its proper definition. Otherwise, we have no basis for understanding what we're talking about. The original word Arab was defined as a Bedouin, a nomad. You know what a nomad or a Bedouin is? They simply live in the desert. They have sheep and goats. They make a tent, a transportable habitation. They make it out of goat hair. And they weave this goat hair together for this tent, and they put poles in the middle of the goat hair tent. They raise their families in there. I mean, how do I know this? I go to the Bedouin camps. I go among the Bedouins in Israel today. They're all over the Middle East. The major Bedouins are in Saudi Arabia. The ruling family of Saudi Arabia, Faud, they are Bedouin chiefs. King Hussein of Jordan, the late King Hussein, he was a Hashemite from Arabia. He was a Bedouin. I mean, he wore the attire of a Bedouin. When they had the peace treaty signing between Israel and Jordan, I was there, Judy was there. You know what King Hussein put up? A Bedouin tent to offer hospitality to all those who had come in. And President Clinton, Yitzhak Rabin, the Prime Minister, King Hussein, all of, I saw them. They went in the Bedouin tent. They're Bedouins. They're nomads. And, and what would happen, they take their sheep and their goats and they feed them in the desert. By the way, there's grass in the desert. And they would eat, and when they'd eat all of that grass up, they would look for greener pastures. They'd pull the poles out of the Bedouin tent, roll up the goat hair tent, and they move to the next location. That's a Bedouin. That's an Arab. We have misused the word Arab today. You know what the word Arab today means? Today the word Arab means any country that is Islamic in its faith and speaks the Arabic language. That's the word Arab applied today. And it's not the proper translation of the word. It is a usage, but it's not the proper translation of the word. I said a few moments ago, Iran was not an Arab country. You see, Iran is an Islamic country. That would be half of the criteria, but it doesn't speak Arabic. Afghanistan, Pakistan, these are not Arab countries. Turkey, these are not Arab countries. They're Islamic in their faith, but they don't speak Arabic. 
And so God has a plan, and he sets it in motion. And he sets it in motion through Ishmael. And Ishmael's going to go to Arabia, and he's going to establish the Arab people of Arabia. Not because they say Somalia, Ethiopia, Libya, Iraq is an Arab country. Does that make it happen? That's the news media. Just like the same people who propagated on you the West Bank. And fed you that line. That's Judea and Samaria. Why don't we call it what God calls it? And Palestine. Why don't we call Israel Israel like God calls it? Instead of what Hadrian, the Roman emperor, changed it to. Let's be biblicist. That's what I want to be. And so he establishes these people. He was the father of Arabia only, having 12 sons. And he developed them. Okay, now, we've talked about First of all, Ishmael the fatherless. Second, Ishmael the father. Let's talk about his family. You've been listening to a portion of a series entitled Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. I talk about Satan's dominion strategy, Ishmael's true legacy, Islam's satanic trio, the Islamic invasion, and Islam the final solution. These studies on this five-part audio series on CD is available to you. You can call our toll-free number and our people will tell you how you can purchase your copy. The toll-free number is for all across America and that number is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, and you can order this series entitled Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. I can guarantee this, as you study through this five-part series, you're going to become aware of the fact that we are living in the last days, the days that Jesus Christ will return to this earth. But remember, seven years before he comes back to the earth, the rapture takes place and we're caught up to be with him. By the way, the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...